Welcome to Lux Flag. Lux Flag over the last couple of decades has been instrumental in increasing transparency in the ESG and impact investing space. Today we are talking to Isabel Delas. Isabel took over Lux Flag in the middle of last year. She brings with her a wealth of experience which makes her an incredibly inspirational leader. Let's go find out more about Isabel. Thank you very much for joining us on the Luxembourg Mind Isabel. As the effects of climate change have been more discernible on the world around us, there's been more of a focus on impact investing on ESG investing. And Lux Flag under your helm has seen a lot of growth in these recent few years. Can you describe briefly your career journey and how you got to this point where you're the CEO of Lux Lux Flag? Thank you very much for the great opportunity for, for myself, of course, but also especially for Luxflag. Uh, before I joined Luxflag as a CEO one year ago, I was uh, as background you need to know I'm a lawyer and compliance officer. And basically, I was uh, setting up the uh, branch of uh, Finance Emotion, the Luxembourg branch. Uh, Finance Emotion is a leading asset uh, impact asset manager. I was also one of the board members of Fima Asset Manage- um, Management SRL, uh, managing uh, Narbaro Fund, the sustainability uh, uh, fund uh, investing in forestry in uh, Latin America and Sub-Saharan Africa. And even before that, I, wa- I worked in Italy, in Rome, for an international uh, intergovernmental uh, development uh, um, organization that is exclusively devoted to promoting the rule of law in. Um, I mean, globally, basically, in, uh, in yeah. uh, many countries, yeah. and I had just the chance to design and to implement uh, technical assistance capacity building projects, especially uh, for post-conflict countries, mm-hmm. and uh, that was probably where I get the most uh, inspired and uh, continuing in that uh, sustainability journey because I had a chance to work there for um, approximately uh, 10 years on, on um, different uh, subjects like uh, environmental and social uh, issue, climate change, as you mentioned, human rights, uh, uh, good governance. Uh, so this was really a true challenge and uh, really exciting to, uh, to have the impression to be part of that, uh, of that uh, a bigger thing, a bigger event. That, that, sounds, that sounds like a very rich career. You seem to have tackled some real, real big problems and I, I'd, lo- I'd love to go deeper into that. Can I, can I ask you about what were some of, some of the bigger challenges that you faced along your way and how did you overcome them? The biggest challenges was, was always, of course, to um, uh, not so much as a CEO, but in my different functions, was, was always to, uh, to keep uh, up my motivation, my main engagement, because when you are, you are working in certain countries, you, you have the impression sometimes that a lot of money is spent on, on, on development, and, and, uh, and basically there are some trends even, and um, later on you see that uh, if, if a country is not... Uh, longer mm-hmm. on the agenda, basically the development agenda, everything disappears. So you have invested a lot, like it happened for me, for example, with Afghanistan. Uh, yeah. I, I spent quite some time working on different projects and then everything disappeared. When, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the country collapsed, but also uh, the uh, international aid um, went out of the country. So that's, that's, That sounds like um, you had a frenzied view to so many, so many things over your career and that's, that's really fascinating. And um, just to walk a, to take a step along that path, I'm just curious about what your typical day at Lux Flag is. You know, having been here for a year, how's, how, what's your what's your average day? 
I think what's interesting with Luxlag in particular is it's uh, so diverse that there is no typical day. Yeah. I, I don't know, probably yeah. uh, as a CEO, I should have the same path every day, mainly, but uh, it's very diverse. You see, again, I can start with uh, HR matters, uh, continue with IT issues. Uh, of course, there's the operations, and that's all uh, the, the main activity that we do is to uh, ground certification levels yeah. that we are doing. We are, we are in an ecosystem where we have the opportunity to do a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. And as a CEO, that's, that's uh, adding lunch with uh, an asset manager or uh, interviewing uh, someone for, for a panel. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really, really, really. It sounds cool. It's not so. It's quite. Uh, it's quite busy sometimes. But I have really the chance to work with a great team, a great motivated team that have chosen to work on sustainability, and uh, which is also quite unique, I would say. And uh, yeah, that's that's, uh, that's inspiring also for me. No, that's great. That's <laughs> great. You know, when I think about all of your, all of the experiences that you've been through, and I look at the way you're leading less like today, you know, it makes me like the question. Like, how have your previous experiences influenced your leadership style and your approach at Lexlag? I think uh, I've been mainly influenced probably by, uh, by, uh, by my father, by the way. I think it starts with education. We are all mm. speaking about education, but I think that's definitely start at, uh, at home. Before, before school. Later on, I believe what's, what's more inspiring is that basically you want to avoid all the negative experience you had and mm. you try not to produce them, to implement them at least, yeah. but to, to tend to, uh, to implement the positive ones. Yeah. And so definitely I had the chance to work yeah, for, for, for a few organizations that were uh, putting an emphasis, let's say, on, on uh, human beings, on the, the employees, Mainly, I had a chance to learn a lot from uh, from uh, from both experiences, and uh, especially the last one with uh, with finance motion, there were a lot about well-being, about okay. engagement, okay. Uh, uh, team so that was interesting. Okay. And trying to produce it, it always looks like with a young team. No, that's so. great. That's great. Uh, and I love that you're you're able to draw from your experiences right as a childhood life from your family up until your professional experiences. I think that's great. Um, on that path, you know, what brought you to Luxembourg? How has your journey in this great country been so far? So this is totally not original, I would say. Yeah. I, uh, I came here uh, for family reasons. I stay here for family reasons. Okay. And so far it has been very good. I think my, my children are really enjoying uh, okay. the country as well as okay. myself. So okay. I have to say that's nothing special in, in okay. that regard. Okay. How, how long have you been here now? Uh, now 14 years. 13? Ah, yeah. So you're practically local now, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, more than, uh, this is a place where I live more than uh, you know, in the other um, places, basically. I live so abroad for, for... Yeah, it's also a great place years. to... It's also a great place to like, raise kids, right? Because you can speak all these different languages now, and it's like a superpower. Yeah, and it's truly, truly international, and in that sense, so this is why also I think most of the mm. people they, they love to live here. Yeah. And they stay for, for, for quite some time. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and usually it's a, it's, it's a common sense that people are coming usually for three years and they stay forever. So. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> um, how do you envision your relationship with Luxembourg and the society evolving over the coming years? So I've, I've been quite involved here since uh, um, I arrived here yeah, because uh, for me it's part really it's part of uh, of my entire career to be engaged. Mm. So I've been a former member of, for example, of Amnesty International mm. uh, when I arrived here at the beginning. 
have been also um, participating to the creation of the Sustainability for Boards Committee uh, within ILA, where we are trying to, to move forward and to help the ILA members yeah. on their sustainability journey. I'm also um, uh, participating to the uh, Slow Food Grand Duché Committee, which is more about biodiversity uh, yeah. locally and uh, protecting a certain number of uh, local products. Yeah, this is all about that something was at school where sustainability was not well represented. Yeah, that's and I encourage everyone here. We have also created here um, an internal committee where the, the, I mean, the part of the team is engaged and trying to do uh, also a certain number of projects uh, for charities, uh, not only. So I think it's just uh, normal. We have to be grateful for what we have and to uh, give. Uh, <laughs> Uh, back. Basically. No, amazing. That's that's, that's brilliant. Like, I, I I think about the businesses that you mentioned, the experiences that you've had, and it makes me think of the great environment that we have in Luxembourg. And it begs the question: How has Luxembourg's business environment contributed to the, to the growth and success of Luxflag? Thank you for asking that question, Paj, because it's true. Luxflag has been existing since two thousand six. Uh, it was created by seven uh, public and private actors at that time. And uh, all have been, uh, all of them have been very instrumental to, to mm. the success of Luxflag because everyone is, is committed to um, to our mandate, which is of course to uh, support uh, sustainable finance. Uh, so it starts with board members, LGBT committee members. Everyone is is uh, somehow volunteering their, their time and their experience to contribute to uh, Luxflag success. Yeah. And uh, I think from that we also benefit from a, a, a really nice sustainable finance ecosystem with yeah. uh, some of the one you mentioned, LSFI, yeah. SCFA, yeah. Luxembourg Green Exchange, and uh, that's, that's really, really yeah. key. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. On the same note, um, again, we talk about our business environment, we talk about how Luxembourg has been doing from an ESG impact investment sustainability standpoint. From your perspective, what are some areas in which Luxembourg does really, really well when it comes to sustainability? And in the same breath, are there some areas that we should be focusing on to try to improve ourselves? So Luxembourg is, is really um, uh, putting a lot of efforts on, on, on sustainable, uh, uh, especially international agreements and initiatives, and uh, investing investing a lot on different uh, funds that are impact funds. And uh, Luxembourg as a country has decided for the, the, the first one uh, to um, have public transportation for free yeah. for everyone, yeah. uh, which is also amazing, uh, binding cycling paths, uh, providing incentives to the population in, the, in that regard. And I think there's a lot of this, uh, this initiative, of course, the financial center uh, is also, uh, there's a certain number of responsible investments that are domiciled here in Luxembourg. There are also tax incentives for, yeah. for most of them. Yeah. So uh, really uh, all, all green lines led uh, for Luxembourg in, in that regard. I would say uh, something which uh, definitely can be improved in Luxembourg is mainly probably from the population, mm-hmm. but there uh, is another conception here. Everyone is, is pretty much quite uh, wealthy and uh, yeah. there is a lot of, uh, I mean, um, people are buying a lot of clothes, goods, uh, cars, mm-hmm. changing to uh, uh, too often, I would say, uh, and it's a bit disappointing because I think this is about uh, awareness training and education. Why it's important that we can uh, we can understand that uh, uh, we need to shift uh, and to change that mindset for something more uh, okay. uh, sustainable. 
Okay. From an inward looking standpoint, I think we have our path laid out in front of us. We know what we have to do. From an outward looking focus, what role do you think Luxembourg can play in promoting sustainability and responsible investing on a global basis? Also touching upon your previous point about individual stakeholdership, like what can stakeholders, including businesses, government and individuals do to make sure Luxembourg is a more responsible country? I believe it's all about, uh, again, education and awareness, and I think in that regard uh, it's important to, uh, to educate the public for the future generation, but also the investors, about the benefits of sustainable practices. Mm -hmm. uh, I also believe uh, Luxembourg can, uh, is doing a lot of um, uh, projects, especially with startups, and then to encourage even more sustainable uh, startups, and uh, in innovation and investment in research and development for uh, sustainable technology and, and, and innovations. Uh, and I also believe uh, basically that uh, the main idea would be to uh, uh, to create guidelines and incentive for businesses and investors to really in integrate their sustainability mm. into their strategy mm. because um, for now uh, some of them are still thinking that it's only a compliance exercise yeah. they yeah. need to report on, on what the EU regulation is, is asking yeah. for and not shifting their, their mindset and thinking doing anything meaningful so okay. I really believe that's the main, uh, the main uh, aspect where, where Luxembourg is, is as all uh, elements to, to be a pioneer and to show the path in that regard. Perfect. So it seems like we've made a lot of progress but we still have a path ahead of us. Yeah. But thankfully we have Lux Flag here to help us through the more difficult parts of this journey. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. cool. cool. On that note, we're now going to move into our fun segment. I'm going to present you with two options and you can pick the one that feels right to you. So we're going to start off. Um, I know that you did some teaching in the earlier part of your career, so I'm going to ask you, teaching the next generation or inspiring the next generation through your actions in, a, in your professional career? Yeah, no, I would choose the second one, the inspi inspiring uh, future generation through uh, concrete actions. Okay, okay, cool. Actions. Cool, now that you actually work there, you know what you're doing, I guess you can inspire a bit more. Yeah, cool. Uh, the next one I'm going to ask you is about um, something that's a little more nuanced in your industry, sustainable investing or impact investing? <laughs> impact investing is still close to my heart. Still close, okay, cool. Next is something a little more personal to you, texting or calling? Calling, I prefer human yeah. relationships. Yeah, yeah, the more direct, uh, yeah. direct touch, okay, cool. Yeah, Next up. Yeah, <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. Um, working with SMEs, small and medium enterprises or working with the large corporations? MSMEs. That's definitely more my, my, my trend. Okay, cool. Last question. I've saved the, the toughest for the last. I'm going to ask you to pick between E, S, and G. Environment, social, and governance. You need to pick one. The three of them, but I will start, if I have to choose, I will start with the G because otherwise nothing else will happen. Okay. Okay, Philippe and Ila will probably be very happy to hear that. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, cool. Which brings us to the final question for the evening. Now we, we, I'm going to ask you for some advice for some of our um, some, some of our listeners who are you know, in their careers, they're trying to transition or they're looking for meaning in their careers. What advice would you give to these professionals who are trying to grow their careers in ESG or trying to transform, transfer, tra transform their careers into the ESG or the impact sectors? I think we need, we need to understand first how passionate they are about it because mm. uh, probably they are, they are going to encounter a certain number of barriers. Mm. Uh, but I believe this is something that can be quite easily overcome. 
I mean, it's it's now there are plenty, for example, also certified courses online that you, yeah. you can start with, and uh, the university here is doing is doing a lot. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. it's quite uh, I would say easy now to pick a subject that you like. There are some thematics now that are back, like gender, human rights, yeah. water, yeah. that are quite exciting, I would say, yeah. uh, to to work on, and uh, they are cross cutting teams, and we need everyone to be to be trained. Uh, out there bankers, I mean, um, yeah. um, investors, I mean, we need really everyone. So, uh, I really believe it's something that depends what uh, you want to, to live on earth, what you, mm. what's uh, the meaning of what you, you want to do, mm. basically. And, and uh, secondly, I think you, of course, you can build your network by attending some interesting conferences. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of webinars now. It's it's yeah. even easier than before because, yeah. uh, and if you are a bit curious, if you are open-minded, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. adaptable, you can even uh, go around, travel yeah. a bit. Uh, uh, it sounds uh, less uh, ecological, but basically you will uh, encounter, you may meet with with population, yeah, yeah. population, and basically maybe you will understand what does it yeah. really mean, uh, yeah. what are the climate change effects yeah. for some of them. Okay. I guess as the industry evolves, as there's more awareness, opportunities will increase. Like there'll be a lot. Of, I mean, there already are a lot of learning opportunities, there are professional opportunities compared to what was there you know, 10, 15 years ago. So we are on an upward trajectory, I guess. Also, with your second point with respect to conferences, there are so many in Luxembourg. You know, between Lux Flag and LFSI and ICFA, that's Stefanos. There's there are so many opportunities here. Yeah, exactly. Quite too many, I would say. It's <laughs> difficult to 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 pick. Uh, Okay. To pick some, I would, okay. yeah, but professionally, yeah, definitely think everyone should embrace that kind yeah. of career because it's really something which is meaningful for the others, meaningful for yeah. yourself. Okay. If you really have the impression you can add uh, something to, uh, uh, to to what you do and to to be grateful to the others. Well, that's really great advice. Listen, thank you so much for doing this for us. Thank you, Chris. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you.